You're listening to the voice of Rowan Prof Sports. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, Joshua Counts. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Welcome to a brand new edition of Offsides, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in the building here with Tom and Chris. And man, I'm out of breath because I'm excited because we got a lot to talk about in the world of sports. I mean, trades, football, MLB. But first, let's just start with yesterday's Thursday night football game where the Detroit Lions beat the Green Bay Packers. Gentlemen, I'm going to bring you in. Chris, I'm going to start with you first. What did you think of yesterday's game? That game was crazy yesterday. I, in my pool, in my pool, I picked the Packers to win, and everyone else picked the Lions, and I'm mad about that. But other than that, the the Lions had were amazing. Jared Goff was 19 for 28, had 210 yards, and had one touchdown and one interception. Yeah, I I was very impressed with Jared Goff. It looks like the Lions are starting to really get their groove. Um, I picked them to win that division. I think it's going to be relatively easy because of. Just how weak it is outside of really Minnesota. Tom, I'm going to move to you. What did you think of Jordan Love's game and how the uh, Detroit Lions played him yesterday? He struggled. I mean, he struggled. He did not look very comfortable against that Lion team. He threw two interceptions. And even though Lee looked good in the first two weeks, he did not look good against that Lion defense. This Lion team is tough. Chris, you brought it up. David Montgomery, he had 32 carries, 121 yards on the ground. He had three touchdowns. This is a good team. Jared Goff played well. He doesn't need to do a lot. The play action works, and that offense is great. I think the Lions just keep on moving on from here. They play Carolina Week 5, and I thought they looked really good on Thursday night. Carolina, they will be playing Carolina Week 5, and Bryce Young was announced earlier today that he will be playing this Sunday along with Ant Richardson. So we have the young QBs back in the lineup. But I want to talk more about Jordan Love. You know, it... He took he he he's coming under he's coming into a new era of Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is gone, obviously. And now he's his current record is now two and two as a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. It's not bad. If you're a Green Bay no. fan, you're still no. you're still not like I'm not hating Jordan Love. Am I impressed? Yes. Do I think things would be better? Of course. But what the honestly, what did you guys say about that? I'm gonna start with you two first, Chris. Um, I Oh my song. Okay. Um, I, I was impressed. Here's the thing, with with Jordan Love, I don't think there's a high ceiling with him. I mean, it's his first season in Green Bay, so we have to give him his prop. We have to give him his props now, but we have to wait until the whole season until we see what we can fully can do. What about you, Tom? What did you think about Jordan Love so far early in the season? I definitely I would agree with Chris. I don't think he is a he won't be, you know, your top five, top seven quarterback in the league, but I think he can be viable, and I think he could be a really good game manager. They drafted him in 2020, and they kept him around for three years, and you don't keep a quarterback around for three years if you don't think they can play. And even with Aaron Rodgers there, Well, they I'm about to say, they, they drafted Aaron Rodgers when they still play. had yep. Brett Favre as the starting right. QB. And he so was, they just followed that mold yeah. to a T just 15 years later. This is the ironic part about all of this is that when they Green Bay Packers traded for um, – Aaron Rodgers, of course, 
um they had there was like a little stipulation in the contract. Aaron Rodgers has to play like against I think uh sixty five percent. Sixty five or seventy five percent. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, uh Chris. Is that if they get if Aaron Rodgers plays sixty five percent they get a first round pick. They get a first round pick. Now that Aaron Rodgers is out, the Jets get that first round pick out. If I'm assuming, correct? No, I no, I think it's the Green Green Bay gets the first round uh, keeps Oh, the Green Bay gets the first Okay, okay, Green Bay gets the first round pick. But I wanna move on a little bit, still still tick with football and I wanna look ahead a little bit. I'm gonna do this at the end, but I wanna rearrange a little bit. I wanna look ahead towards a little bit of Sunday's game. There's a lot to talk about, especially in the MLB area. But I'm gonna look at to Sunday's game and you know, there's a big matchup. I think probably gonna be the most watched game of Sunday and that's Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins three and zero, obviously. Bills two and one. Bills are at home, so this is gonna be in Buffalo. It just came out that Demar Hamlin will be playing and making his uh return debut since the faithful heart attack and thank God that he's all right and back to playing. But I want to really talk about this Miami offense in this Buffalo Bill against this Buffalo de- Buffalo Bills defense. Like, what do you think can you guys can do to stop it? Nothing. Uh, you really can't. I mean. They have backup running backs. They have Robbie Anderson catching touchdown passes from Mike White. This offense is just unbelievable. I don't necessarily know if you can stop them, but I think if you're Josh Allen and the Bills, you can keep them off the field by not turning the ball over and by running the football with James Cook. And if Josh Allen runs and they're smart, I think they'll be fine. Can Buffalo put up enough? I want to keep saying what you still see before I go to Chris. Can, can Buffalo put up enough points to still keep up with Miami? Can they? Because Miami sure. is like putting up 70. On- but to keep up with Miami, it's going to take a lot. You have to be virtually perfect on offense. And Josh Allen, he's had turnover problems in the past. Yes. So I don't know if they can do it, but it's going to be a really good divisional matchup. I think it's going to be definitely probably be the game on a, of that that day. I can't really, I don't really see anything else that really sticks I'm out. Surprised Maybe, that's not the uh, eight twenty NBC. Game. I, I was about to say, if I'm the NFL, I'm will try to check see if I can switch that to the 820 because you got Chiefs and Jets. Honestly, nobody wants to see that. But that Bills and Dolphins game, you got Tua coming in, eight touchdowns, two interceptions, over 1,000 yards. You got Jared Cook, 44, 44 carries, 267 yards. And obviously we got – he calls himself Cheetah. I call him the Flash because that's how fast he is. He's coming in with Tyreek Hill. It was 25 receptions, 412 and four touchdowns. And I'm like – and I'm like, again, I'm like, it's just – Hard for me to really fathom. I think the Buffalo Bills defense is great. The Miami offense is probably all time right now. And yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. I'm, I'm gonna bring you in now. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I picked in my pool this week. I picked the Dolphins to win. I do not think the Bills have any chance this week. I do not think they have any chance. So no you chance. see some turnovers from Josh Allen. Even though I have Josh Allen in my fantasy league, I do not think they have a chance. Wow! Not like, a chance. Not a chance. So I think it's. I think they're gonna. I think it's a, like another thirty-four twenty. And obviously, um, there was some controversy in the offseason. I won't say controversy, but a little like drama between Stephon Diggs and the Bills head coach and Josh Allen. Diggs obviously has been in Buffalo. I want to say what roughly three years now. Three years. Something yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. Tra- gets traded from Minnesota. I think. He, I think. I believe he was traded or he left. I, no, we got traded. He got traded. traded. Yep. Okay. Okay. Traded, yeah. He got traded to got traded to Buffalo. Trying to take that next step, get over that hump of getting out of the AFC Championship and getting to the Super Bowl. Never been, never been to the Super Bowl in terms of Stephon Diggs, but has been to the AFC Championship numerous times. And now things have just got a little bit harder with, obviously, Kansas City is still there. Joe Burrow, even though he's not looking the best, we're going to talk about that as well. Joe Burrow is not looking the best, but you know Cincinnati's not going anywhere. Now you have Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, and you have the emerging... Miami Dolphins. It just seems like 
uh, that Stefan Diggs has hit the point of like, all right, it's time to get out of here. What yeah. do you say to that? I I have here's the thing. I I'm gonna put the blame on Josh Allen. Mm, talk about it. Because what we've seen this this whole year in the, in the three weeks, he has Josh Allen has not looked great. He has not. He he de- he definitely has not looked great because he's thrown like th- two picks and he has he has not been great. Um, Tom, go ahead. I personally think that while yes, Josh hasn't started well to start this season, and obviously week one against the Jets that was a disaster. But I think most of the blame has to go on the Buffalo Bills. I think when you build this team. With a poor offensive line, I understand they have a really good defense. But outside of Stephon Diggs, they don't have a ton of offensive weapons. And Josh Allen has had to be the quarterback as well as their leading rusher. And I think that his running style, it's very prone to hits. Yes, he takes a lot of hits. I think this season, Chris, you have a point that Josh is not off to the start that we're typically seeing from him. I mean, last year, his first five, six weeks before the injury, he was the best quarterback in the league. But I do think the Buffalo Bills... There is some talks about maybe the hot seat for Coach Sean McDermott if they maybe I underwhelm nine ten wins and they get bounced early. I haven't heard those rumors, but that actually brings a good question. Sean McDermott been there for a while now too, haven't gotten over the hump. Still kind of and played with Josh Allen. You know, he basically drafted him. And is it time for him to move on to say they get that at nine and ten win and they get bounced out in the wild card division? Because right now this team, I feel like this team is Super Bowl bust in terms right. of the mentality. I think you have to. I think you got to get an offensive coach. We see these offensive coaches. Look what McDaniel's doing in that division in Miami. Yep, he's turning Tua, who is a very good quarterback, systematic. Into, right, one of the best systems in the league, arguably the best system. I, I would leave it at the best because I don't know what other system out there. that that This team is putting up 70. I've never seen that before in a football game. Yeah, Madden, I, sure. But I literally thought I was looking at a Madden score when oh I yeah, checked Madden, that. Madden, it's like 200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just a lot of question marks for the Bills. Moving on to – we're going to kind of like stay in that division a little bit. I want to talk about another quarterback, and he's going to be playing Sunday night in Zach Wilson. I don't know what needs to be said about Zach Wilson that hasn't already been said. I'm going to tell you my personal feelings about it. The dude is a bust. I yes. think he's a bust. I think it's over. I The New York fan base cannot take it. They're pissed off at management because – and I, I'm still trying to rack my brain around this of how you had Mike White, and now you want to get Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's fine. Right. Why not keep Mike White, who's in Miami, was throwing up two touchdowns for, when um, Mike McDaniels went into the fans, to, went into the stands <laughs> to ask the fans, hey, what play you want me to call to get you some fantasy points? That's basically what Mike McDaniels did to Russell Wilson and company. But yeah, like you had you had the opportunity to keep Mike White, and still, to me, you still could have got Aaron Rodgers and just let Zach Wilson bounce. But now instead you get you kept well, it's Zach sort Wilson. Of that, it's that pride thing of Joe Douglas, the GM. You know, he – take Zach Wilson second overall so you're thinking all right I have to rectify this draft pick as best as I can there is no and there is no rectifying it because he's not a good player and now it's getting to the point where Robert Sala and the Jets really have to think not only about losing games and not only about losing Zach's confidence or whatever you want to call it you got to worry about not losing that locker room can I can I can I expand on that a little bit more Tom 
it's already over. Like he's not a good quarterback. No. He's not a good leader. Nope. He's and not, we, that was that was evident last year. Y- yes. In that press conference. Yes. Is yes. And the no. And, and what we're referencing audience is that it. Was, I believe he, he. They lost to the Patriots. They lost to New England, and, and it was a terribly. very close game. Yes. It was still a very close yes. game. And after the press, and when the game was over, you know, post game press conference, he said, "It's not my fault." And it really pissed off a lot of people, including Sa- I believe Sauce Gardner was the one that made the comments that. Yo, this dude cannot play. We got to put Mike White in. And John Franklin Myers brought it up on Twitter where he was like, yeah, Josh Allen took ownership. Why can't Zach Wilson? Exactly. And now, listen, I was never a big Zach Wilson fan to begin with. Yeah, I'm off the bandwagon. He is a bust. It's over. I I know Aaron Rodgers is trying to put his – Give the vote of confidence, so to speak, but it's that defense looks at that dude and is like, he cannot play. He cannot give us at least. So there was a story. There's always a story about, especially about the 2000 Ravens that won the Super Bowl, and they didn't have the best offense either. But they was like just saying the defense with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and company was saying basically like, give us 10 points. We'll take care of the rest. Zach Wilson can't give you 10 points. I Chris, I'm going to bring you in. If you uh, Like what what? Basically, what can the Jets do? Like, obviously, they gotta get a quarterback, but who who's available on the market? Didn't they get Trevor? Didn't they sign Trevor Simeon? They just did, but what's Trevor Simeon really gonna give he's, you? And he's, it, he's better than Zach Wilson. Better than Zach Wilson. He is. I would say he's better yeah. than Zach Wilson. But he, you're also looking at a Nathaniel Hackett offense. And honestly, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Oh God, what are you about to say? Kirk Cousins is still out there. It's not like Minnesota's going to keep him. Well, but how would you make that work with the cap? You would have to make money work because you would have to take on Kirk's money as well as having Rogers' money still on your books. And then you got to pay the rest of the defense and all. So you would have to. That would just be a really tough situation. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Ooh, but what about? Okay, there's two more, three more quarterbacks actually that are recently retired. Obviously, we all heard the rumors about Tom Brady. Actually, no. I would throw, throw. You still got Kirk Cousins. No, Kirk Cousins. Carson Wentz. I'll throw Carson Wentz name in that in that. Matt bucket. Ryan, but he's kind of he's, he's on the older he's, side. So Matt it's tough. Ryan, I think is done. I think his last season with the yeah. Colts was evidence enough. And I'm a Colts fan. That was that. It's let him stay in the broadcast booth. Tom Brady. I guess you could go out and get him, but at that point, you got to ask Tom Brady. Has to ask himself if I'm ready to leave the retirement life. And I yo a lot of retirees. Actually, a lot of retirees talk about it. it's like yo. Once you get into retirement life, you don't want to go back to football or whatever sport that you play. And the third one is <laughs> you got to separate him from his offensive line of a family in Phillip Rivers. I said it because he has a lot of kids, but. <laughs> no, no. Not Phillip Rivers either? No, no. I don't, don't, I don't know. That what actually, I mean, the Niners were thinking about Phillip Rivers if um, they won that game against Philadelphia in the NFC Championship games, which, as crazy as that sounds, that Phillip Rivers would have played in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. for a team that just signed him. Yes, yes. So. Uh, we're about to take a short break, but final thoughts on uh, Thursday night game between Thursday's night game, yeah, between um, uh, Lions and Packers. And I honestly thought the Packers had a chance to come back in this game. I mean, Jordan Love again, he didn't play the best. But he had a nice, he had a nice bomb. That I think it was, uh, it's about about 45, 50 yards downfield, and it just it was just too much. Obviously, the Lions were a superior team. They're my pick to go to the division. I think they're gonna make some noise. I'll, I'm going to give them a hot take. I would say they're not a hot take, but I think they're going to win a playoff game. Don't I know everybody talks about Dallas, San Fran, and um, Philly. Don't don't sleep on the Lions. I'll say that. Tom, Chris, any final thoughts? No, I agree with you 100% about the Lions. I could see them actually winning multiple playoff games. Multiple? That's a good team. That's a really good team. Multiple, wow. Okay. And if they play that well defensively, yeah, that's tough. I have a hot, I have a hot take. Go ahead. If they play the way, the way they're playing now, they can make the NFC Championship. NFC Championship. You – 
You think they can make the NFC if, championship? If they keep playing like this, yes. If they if they keep what playing. is the rest of their schedule? I want to see the rest of their schedule. Like if you think that because that's a real hot take. Now, because I, I, if I'm I'm ranking the teams as San Fran, Philly, Dallas. I have it right here. Okay, they have the Panthers uh, this week. That's okay, a win. Next that's week. a win. So next, that's next, a win. Sorry. They have the Bucks. That's a win. That's Raven, a win. Ravens. That's a loss. That's a borderline. That could be 50-50 depending on yep. how Lamar and team company play. We got the Raiders. That's, that's a, a loss. We got the I mean, Char- that's a win. That's a win. Excuse me, because Jimmy G's out. We got the Chargers. Win. That's a loss. Bears. That's a win. Home against the Packers. That looks 50-50. like another win. Yeah, that could go either way. Um, at New Orleans. 50-50. Yep. At Chicago. Win. Win. Home against the Broncos. Win. Win. At um at Minnesota. 50-50. At Dallas. 50-50. Home against uh, the Vikings. 50-50. That, That's going to be tough. Woo! That home game against Minnesota and at Dallas, those are two really tough. They the, the division close games. out with Minnesota and then sandwiched in between Minnesota is Dallas. That's really tough. That is really tough. So you're asking Jared Goff to take on Michael Parsons and then deal with Minnesota's defense once again. That's really tough. I mean, here's tough. the thing. Minnesota's defense is okay. It's not that great. It's, it's not, better, it's not, but, it's better yeah, but it's, it's not it's, that. It's definitely not a good unit. It's not, but I mean the Giants showed that last year, so <laughs> that's true. That is true, but that's just one of the many talks we're about to go into. Um, obviously, oh, hold up, excuse me. This is just breaking news. Gab Kapler is out as managers for the Giants for the for the Giants for the MLB. This is broken by Jeff Payson. Wow. Oh, Gabe Kapler. Wow, yeah. Wow. They, I guess they just underperformed. They had that really good season in twenty twenty one, but. I think by the end of the week, we're going here probably end of the week or next week, Aaron Boone out as for the Yankees. Eh, I think we'll Aaron Boone. I I I we're hope, going to I talk hope. about it, but Aaron Boone, I think it's on his way up. But we're going to come – when we get right back, we're going to go right into the association with the NBA and talk about the blockbuster three-team <sighs> trade. Dame Dollar, Dame Tom is on his way to Milwaukee with the Greek free. I you love it. don't want to miss it. This is All Sides with Josh Counts, Chris Gazillo, and Tom Taylor. I'm Aiden Doherty with your Rowan Sports Minute on September 29th, 2023. Last night, the Rowan volleyball team defeated the Montclair State Redhawks 3-0 in their first NJAC win. Rowan men's soccer will look to continue its momentum after a 6-0 win in their last game tomorrow against Rutgers Newark at 1 p.m. Coverage here on Rowan Radio Channel 2. Rowan football faces off against number 9-ranked Johns Hopkins tomorrow at 1 p.m. coming off their bye week. Coverage here on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Field hockey also returns to action tomorrow at TCNJ at 1 p.m. Last night, the Philadelphia Phillies lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates in a pretty meaningless game, but a meaningful moment in Bryce Harper getting ejected from famous MLB umpire Angel Hernandez. Sixers will return to the practice facility for media day on Monday, and they'll look to start training camp for the 2023-2024 season. The Detroit Lions defeated the Green Bay Packers 34-20 last night. David Montgomery with 121 rushing yards and three touchdowns in the win. Lions advanced to 3-1. I'm Aiden Doherty, and that was your Rowan Sports Minute. to Rowan Radio for a community affair with me, WGLS-FM Assistant News Director Riley Adams. Each week, I'll discuss with local and national newsmakers topics that affect you and our community. Get a closer look at these important issues from the people who know them best. That's a community affair the third Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. right here on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Also online at rowanradio.com. He was the heart of your family, and he taught you our history. He helped you fix your first flat. He was the best backyard DJ around. 
And every time he'd tell a story, he'd own the room. But now more than ever, he may feel alone. Today, older adults and their loved ones are struggling to connect in a time when connection has never been more important. But there is something we can do. Embrace our older loved ones through StoryCorps Connect. With StoryCorps Connect, you can honor seniors remotely with an interview about their life. Every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history, so that years from now, future generations can listen in. All right, Grandpa, what's one piece of advice you have for me? Just three words, sweetheart. Live with courage. The man that had the best stories still has plenty of stories to tell. So connect virtually and share the conversation of a lifetime at StoryCorpConnect.org slash AARP. Connect, honor, share. StoryCorps Connect. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council. Tune in to the Roan Report every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Join me, Allie Bruce, and the rest of the Roan Radio News Team as we bring you a recap of weekly news covering local, national, and international stories. Plus, we'll take a look at sports and entertainment news, too. For news around the region and around the world, listen to the Roan Report every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM and online at roanradio.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of Offsides. Yet last segment, we talked about the NFL. Now we move into the association. Now, if you don't know me, I'm a big basketball fan. So when I heard these this news, I had to pull over to the side of the road. I was on my way home. I had to pull into the mall parking lot to see this news because my Discord chat texted me saying, Dame Dollar, been Damian Lillard, been traded to Milwaukee. I said, Cap. That means lie. I said cap. Then I saw, check the timeline. I saw Twitter. And I saw that Adrian Wojnarowski broke the news. Wojbomb. Wojbomb. Actually, it wasn't Adrian. I think it was Shams. It was Shams. Shams? Shams. Yeah. I think Shams broke the news. And then Shams broke the details of the trade. It was a three team deal trade. Dame Dollar, a.k.a. Damian Lillard, Dame Thomas, free from Portland. Oh, Hashtag free that man works. It is. Finally. The- About. Time he got freed from Portland, he got away from the grind. <laughs> yeah, something he's been uh rapping about for the better part of a year. That, Dude, that district, is... that Portland district, about to go crazy. Yeah, he, he has some <laughs> questionable things to say about Portland after this trade and how they uh you know ditched him and he didn't ditch them. But this is gonna be fun in the east with Milwaukee. Oh, there's so much to talk about. But back to the trade, Dame Dalek goes to. Goes to Milwaukee. Milwaukee picks up Dane time while keeping Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, teaming him up with Damian and with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Phoenix. Yo, they, they got some moves. I mean, Phoenix got some buffer. They got Yo, um, Nurkic. Nurkic, thank you. Nurkic, who is a great offensive big man to help. And Phoenix gets rid of DeAndre Aiden, which something I didn't predict to see. I didn't see that coming because I thought DeAndre Aiden was going to give um, Frank Vogel a chance. But the writing was kind of on the wall. No, it was definitely on the wall. It, that was definitely pre- for the last year or two. Definitely, that was from definitely from like last year, especially with the connection with Monty Williams. It was a lot, a lot strong, strong disconnect. They were not seeing out of anymore. But I mean, 
the third team deal. And Portland gets DeAndre Aiden and Drew Holiday. And they have picks. And they have picks. picks. Oh, my God. And now we got to look at And they the, can unload Drew Holiday for I was picks. just about yeah, to set that up. Stuff, so, so that is my question. First question, before we even get, before we even get to the Dame look, because I'm going to talk about that. Let's talk about Drew Holiday. He is a champion. He is an amazing defensive player. He goes to Portland. Rumors have been coming out from Shams, Wojnarowski, everybody saying, yo, he don't want to be in Portland. He looking to get out. Milwaukee with Damian Lillard is already the most lethal duo. And with Giannis, excuse me, let me rephrase that. Damian Lillard with Giannis is the most lethal duo in the East. They already the team to beat. I posted it on my timeline. Who in the East knocking that team off outside of probably Boston? And they got Boston and they still got question marks. Now, it's a two going into the season. The season will be starting probably next month. It's a two horse race. You got um, Milwaukee and you got Boston. I'm not counting Philly because I got to see what moves they're going to make, which brings us to the question right now. Should the 76ers get Drew Holiday? Yes. Yes. Go ahead, break it down, Chris. Yes. yes, they definitely do. Bringing him back would be the would be the best for them. Even though they they traded him, right? To to start the process, right? To get Joel, am I am I correct? Yes. They started the process to get the Joel, but he ain't played. The process started even argument prior to Joel with Michael Carter Williams. What a better way to complete the process than having it go full right. circle with Holiday? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. They they need to. They also need to trade Harden to get Drew. They they definitely do. I don't. Can you trade? Does Portland want James Harden? No. I'm maybe add a third team like the Clippers. <sighs> yeah, but how are you going to make the? It's going to be such a it, tough situation three, they, to they, unload James Harden with his money. The James Harden deal is not as I is not as bright as people want to see because his like you said, Tom. His um. His deal is just massive, and nobody wants to pay that money for a guy. He's not washed up, obviously, but he's no. just not a bona fide superstar like he was in his prime. Well, I'll open it up and just ask you guys, because is there a world in which James Harden can stay on the Philadelphia 76ers? Or has no. he came? Heck so no. he has came no. out and said he is not playing for the Sixers no. did you see, under any circumstance. Did you check his Instagram? I think it was an Instagram story or a Twitter story where uh, I think it was the Instagram story where he was at a club with, I think it was Atlanta. He was with little baby. They, they tight. And he had a sign, you know, the girl carrying the box. And one of them was having a sign. Daryl Morey trade me or Daryl Morey is a liar. He does not want to play in he Philly anymore. Yeah, then this is, is this is going to be a tough project trying to get rid of him. Which is crazy because Daryl Morey gave him everything that he ever wanted in terms of the money and the team and et cetera, et cetera. But it's just I don't know how you move James Harden, how you move it to a three team deal, three team deal. Maybe you can send him back to Houston to have him team up with Dylan Brooks and company. I don't know. Who wants? Maybe he'll want to finish the career. And take he's not taking a pay cut, obviously, because he wants no. his money. And it's tough with Houston because they just shoveled a lot of money to Fred Van Vliet. Oh yeah, in and the offseason, and yeah, and Dylan Brooks. So they have some Terrible pieces contract. with some contracts. So a lot of young guys too, and Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. I just, it's a really tough. Do you also do you want to defend that? Because James Harden is somewhat of a I want to say it call him a cancer, but obviously there is. Listen, you left, you forced your way, you forced your way out of Houston the first time. You go to Brooklyn. Forced your way out of Brooklyn, you know, showed up out of shape, then showed up to Philly in shape somehow. I want to get on that training regimen. I don't know how you did it, but I want to get on it. But and now you're you're forcing your way out of Philly. There's something to be said here. Like, yo, you've been like very inconsistent in a distraction in locker rooms. 
And I don't know how you get rid of that. I mean, I don't know what – and, Josh, you brought up a great point. He's not in his prime. This isn't Houston Harden. Now, he's a really good player. He's not a great defensive player. He's not he makes great a lot of playoffs. money. He's getting up there in age. What team is really going to be dumb enough to take this money? It's not going to be Portland. Which, wow, I didn't really rule. Even though I said Philadelphia, should Philadelphia trade from? The answer is probably, logically, if you're a fan, yes. We got to try and get Drew Holiday to help with the defense. But I don't know how. And hopefully Tyreek Hill can take that next step to being the second superstar that you want to sidekick with Embiid before Embiid gets pissed and say, I want out of here too. I wonder if there's a way where you can get Drew from Portland and not give up Harden. Harden doesn't want to play though. But then how do you make it work? I don't think Portland's going to take Harden. You would have to trade Harden to somebody else, but who else would take him? Because he's kind of like he, Harden would probably want to go. I don't even know Harden wants to go to contender at this point. What team do you see any team kind of on the horizon that you think would strike for Harden? Do either of you see that team out there? Correct you go. I don't I don't have a team in mind. I don't know. Maybe Minnesota? I don't know. But you man. do you want to do you, you want to hinder Ant. Anthony Edwards? I'm about to say growth. you got Ant-Man. I'm saying you can move Ant to the point and then put Harden at the shoot. At you the, nah, because Harden is so ball dominant and Anthony Edwards is ball dominant. And they, that is true. They can't figure that out with Cat right now. Maybe yeah. Indiana. Indiana, I, I guess. Halliburton at the one, and then you just have James play the two. But even that's I don't it, really know their financial situations. I know they just extended Halliburton, but. I don't know who else is on big money. I don't know what Miles Turner's contract is. I, I do not know, but I do want to throw a team out there that could make a play for Drew Holiday, and I think they got the most draft capital in um, players that they could trade. Boston, the only team that could, that Boston. Boston, is, if you're Boston, you need to make a play for Drew Holiday because that's another defensive stopper, and you because you lost Martin Smart, who is your best defensive player. You got rid of it. Was they traded or he left? I, I don't even remember. Uh, traded trade. the Porzingis three-team deal. Okay, yeah. So they they, you, you really need that because now you need to deal with size and you need someone to lock up Damian Lillard, who is almost – he is one of the best – the second best point guard in the league behind Steph Curry, obviously. A monster offensive player who averages 30, and you're putting that with Giannis. So you need somebody that can lock that down. And that's Drew. Here's the thing. Who are you going to trade if you're Boston? Are you going to trade Brogdon? Who are you gonna trade? Peyton Pritchard. How much you got it? Really hold? It's who, who you gonna, who you It's trade? not just trading players. You, Derek it's White. Going, Cause hang on, Portland's looking for draft picks. They're not even looking for players at this point. They're looking for draft because they got Scoot Henderson. So at this point, it's like we're rebuilding everything. We're starting from scratch. So and we'll Jim. take draft pick, draft pick, and hopefully turn them draft picks into first rounders. And I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this. Just I'm, well, I'm throwing this out here. I'm not. This is like no analysis or or prediction or a theory or anything like that. It's just I'm shooting from the hip right here. Is that yo Bronny's going to be in going to be a a draft eligible a draft player very soon? So if you're Portland, you got all these draft picks. One of them could turn into Bronny James. And LeBron did kind of put out. I think this was around a year and a half ago that any team that drafts Bronny, they get LeBron. So. I don't really know if he's going to stick to that, but that'd be something that's interesting to monitor if you're a team that has a lot of these draft picks coming up in these future drafts. I mm. actually do have one team. Go ahead. It, it, it's a shot out of the dark. The Knicks. <laughs> For Drew? 
Yeah. You know what? I'm not mad at that. But That'd be we an would, interesting. We would have to give up. I, actually, I don't even care. Give up Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. Yes, that's what I'm. And they have like a they have but multiple that is first round the, picks. That is kind of the uh, dream scenario if you're a Knicks fan. Just give up Randle and we Barrett. Yeah, star. you would need to we give need them a, I don't a care. ton I of picks. The whole house. I need. I need a star. In I I need. Well, you got Jalen. Br- I think Jalen Brunson is a star. In no, Megan. no, no. Yes, but I'm saying like a, he is a star. But I'm saying like an actual like a like a Joel Embiid type. Well, the Some, good we news don't is, have that though. Oh, I'm saying we. I'm saying we, oh, we need, need. Okay, we, we need. Yeah, well, yeah, the good yeah. news about this is Drew Holiday can work with anybody, so he would work with Jalen Brunson. Do you, can you imagine Jalen Brunson, you Josh Hart, and Drew Holiday locking them? <laughs> them dudes know how to play defense, though. And Josh Hart is a dog out on the court. And you know Drew's just going to be really consistent on the defensive end. Oh and he's God. a very good offensive player. He so. can. He has a. He has a nice three pointer. He can. He doesn't mind the ball not in no. his hands. He can be waiting in the corner. And you don't have to worry about too many two for elevens or three for thirteens from the field. Oh, you, you, you got they my. Would mouth. Top, they would be a top five team right there. Oh, yeah. You got my mouth salivating at the idea, <laughs> <laughs> at the idea of Drew Holiday on the Knicks. But we got to talk about another team here, and arguably, if the loser of the deal, and the the loser of the deal isn't even in the deal. We got to talk about them boys in South Beach. Pat Riley. I tweeted this when the news broke. Now, I want to make sure you guys – have you guys seen the new that new meme with the uh, the guy from King Queens? Kevin James, whatever Kevin Yes. Yep. Yeah, so he's got the look, and he's, like, just looking at him, with, like, with that. <laughs> like, you know what I did look? Yeah, that was that's why I tweeted. I said – I, I kind of put it like a, like a caption, like, Jimmy Butler goes to Pat Riley. He's asking, like, we got Damian Lillard. Pat Riley gives him that – no, I didn't look like that. That no one looked like you. know I did. Tyler Hero has survived the hypothetical trade allegations for, the, for like the second or yeah, third year. I mean, this is insane. It's just every proposal sends Tyler Hero somewhere, and he's still in Miami. I, I, all right, all, 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 all jokes out. We're all serious. If you're Miami, you're sick. You're if you're a Miami, and I know some Miami Heat fans. They're Kareem. sick because you're like, it's horrible. Kareem. like Kareem. Yeah, like they're sick because it's like. Damian Lillard basically told the world, I want to go to Miami. I want to play with Jimmy Butler and Pat Riley over there. No, but Portland, but Portland wanted Bam or Jimmy in that deal. There was like they a, wanted Bam. Okay, I thought they wanted well, wanting Tyler. Jimmy is just unbelievable. If they wanted Bam, I could see it. I there could was a report see a world in which that. Miami would do that too. There was a report that came out that said like they wanted, they didn't even want Hero. They wanted Bam or Jimmy in like multiple picks. <sighs> yeah, that's unbelievable. I will give you Bam and multiple picks for Damian Lillard. Because I'll give you Bam and Hero in picks for Damian. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. Yeah, not Jimmy. Like that's the superstar. That's the face of the franchise. The Heat are a weird team too because they don't like. I mean, obviously, you know the Heatles, the big three, LeBron, D Wade, Bosh. But ever since this Jimmy Butler core has kind of taken place, they've been the two NBA Finals, but they haven't deviated from their style and brand of basketball. And I find it interesting because you know there's always rumors about. This superstar wants to go to Miami. This superstar, James Harden, Damian Lillard, and all these super – and even I think there was some Donovan Mitchell talk last year. But mm-hmm. they, oh, just, yes. they keep passing up on these stars, Wait. and they keep making it deep into the playoffs. And obviously they're limited without that, you know, second guy beside Jimmy. But I don't know. Yeah, they Bam, just keep on passing on these guys. Bam, to me, is a great – is a good, very good – I'm not going to say great player. I think he's a very good player. And very good is between good and great. I he could have the potential to be great, but he hasn't taken enough step to be great. Right. Jimmy Butler does not have a second superstar where I can just pass the rock to and you can go off when I'm struggling. Jimmy Butler basically has to carry the team every 
playoff run. And now, yeah, they made it to like if you really watch the finals the past the past finals against um Denver, and then watch the bubble finals, it was the same story. One dude against all of them. And I and I gave the best analogy because I picked Denver to win in five. I think it was originally a sweep, then then obviously um actually no, it was a five. It was five. It wasn't a sweep. It was five. And I gave this analogy. Now this is what I said to everybody. This is the mod like Jimmy Butler is modern day AI. And by modern day AI, and I'm talking about he's playing by himself with a bunch of very good players. Good or very good players. He doesn't have a dude that's like, yo, this is a this is a juggernaut. This is a superstar. This is a gangster right here. You can't stop this dude. He don't got that. When you look at Joker, Joker had Jamal Murray. Yeah, he really, and even at the center position, you know, it's a little tougher for centers to kind of take over, especially in the NBA today. So having Bam, I, I do think the Miami Heat would have really benefited from Damian Lillard because you just get an absolute gunner from anywhere on the court. Clutch. In, a, in, in essence, anywhere. Clutch. And he's, you mentioned he's insanely clutch. So I don't understand what they're doing. I, I Tyler Hero's a good player, but. I think they missed out. I think they missed out big time, and I think that it's going to hurt them that he went to an Eastern Conference team, Damian Lillard. Yeah, and crazy part is, so a lot of people have been breaking it down at Damian. Damian curse is that he never play, he never got the right opportunity to play in a big market. He got drafted to Portland, spent a lot of years in Portland, I think a decade now in yeah, Portland, I'm going to say. Years, right? yeah, yeah, like for like Similar. 11 years, really 2012, 2013 when he was drafted. Yeah. Spent almost a, about a decade now in Portland. Didn't play in a big school at all at college, Weber State. Yeah, like that's been a curse. He hasn't been – he's known to us basketball people and a lot of the casuals, but he 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 should be marketed if it, if everything was right for him. He would have been marketed like how Steph Curry is marketed, how not really LeBron because LeBron's one of the greats, but how you're going to see even um I think Steph Curry marketing if – uh what's my man name? From uh Joel Embiid marketing. Like you see that. I don't see that from Damian because of the curse of just playing in a small market. And I get that. He he's just he's a he's a really loyal dude. He's a great dude, especially if you watch his interviews. He's a loyal human being. He loves Portland. It's just that yo, he just it got to a point. Where he's like I gotta get out of here and I gotta win a championship because he really wants that ring. He wanted that Giannis feel of winning a championship for your city that drafted you, which you don't always see a lot in um basketball, especially. But he realized like I gotta go. He wanted Miami. He wanted the big market. He wanted to play with Jimmy Butler. He did not get it. Pat Riley got to me. Pat Riley got too cocky, and Milwaukee just pulled the trigger and said, "We're going all in. We're gonna make our superstar happy." Because there was rumors also of Giannis being a little bit uh, angry at management lately. But here you go. If you're Milwaukee, what are the odds that they win the NBA championship now? Are they the favorites? I'll say it like that. Yes. Definitely. Yes, because they have two superstars. As great as Nikola Jokic is, with Denver, it's one and really good players. I also think when you take a look at Milwaukee, and you brought this up, Giannis was kind of eyeing a leave soon, and the reason for that was because he gave Milwaukee the ring. There's been you know, kind of a disconnect between him and Coach Budenholzer, and you know, now gone. they get... Yeah, yeah so gone. now they get Damian Lillard, and I think they have... A legit shot as what I feel and many feel is the best team in the league. They have a legit shot for two or three years. Make it happen. Go get another ring. Go get another two rings. Obviously, you hope everything, you know, everything with injuries and, you know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you get a bad break. But I think if this team is healthy, 
in the next three years, they should win at least one NBA Finals, if not more? I think it's going to be one or two. If I'm a fan, I'm looking at two. My my head is screaming two NBA Finals because it's very rare that you see a superstar come play with another superstar Viva trade, not free agency. And that said, team still keeps a core together. Like, again, this is the core team. Like, Chris, I mean, Chris, yeah, Chris Middleton is still there. Bobby Portis is still there. Brooke Lopez is still there. They got their core together. And that starting lineup is looking scary. And in terms of what you lost, I mean, you get, it's crazy because Milwaukee, if you're my, this is what makes Miami even more like if you're pissed off, you're pissed off if you're Miami because Milwaukee traded Damian Lillard for a box of cookies. Right. Like they got rid of Drew Holiday, who was great, who was a great defender. They gave up nothing. And Grayson Allen. Pretty much nothing, yeah. And when you take a look, not only is Milwaukee great, but just think, imagine playing defense against that team. The paint, you're worried, it's Giannis. The length. Anywhere else but the paint, you're worried because of Damian Lillard. So they literally can stretch the floor anywhere. Anywhere on offense. Now, I want to move to the West Coast. Phoenix Suns, KD, Devin Booker, Frank Vogel. They they picked up. Huh? Bradley Beal. Bradley. Oh, shoot. I forgot about Bradley Beal. Yo. I forgot about Bradley Bill because he does. He's so under the radar. He's been under the radar in, in NBA forever. Right. And his, this was the, probably the biggest time we've ever Josh, talked about Josh, you forgot Bradley. somebody else. Joseph Nurkic. Yes. Actually, I got that right here. Joseph Nurkic, <laughs> Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen. Relatively all right players. Grayson Allen is, yeah. The we'll villain. Fi- we'll figure it out. Where's Mikel Bridges? Brooklyn, baby. I did not like that trade. I understood it, but I didn't like it. And now Mikael Bridges is putting up buckets, and I didn't even know he was like that. I had to apologize to Mikael Bridges because I, I was unfamiliar with his game. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know he was like that when he got the, until he got to Brooklyn. But if you're Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, how much pressure is on Phoenix to win? And the West Coast is not is not weak. It is still a juggernaut. It is, de- it is definitely um, big for them to win this year. Even – I don't think they're gonna win. I do not think they're gonna win. The With finals. the expectation of wh- how far they gotta go, finals a bust. Finals a oof. I would agree with that actually. Finals a bust. Finals a bust. Because you, you gotta tra- realize you traded your whole future for Kevin Durant. That's true. Bingo. And also Denver has one. The Lakers have one. Yep. The Warriors have a bunch. Yep. If you're Phoenix, this is your window. You gotta get one. You I don't have to. Kevin Durant's only gonna get older. It and is actually today's his 35th birthday. Right, man. and he's been dealing with injuries recently so you have to get one i think it's finals or bust i'm with chris on this i i i, I can't I, I i i agree it is probably finals or bust but i agree with you as well as that they're not making it because it's just um the west is stacked and so is the east. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that is the bar i don't that think the west is as stacked as the them. east i don't think i don't think the west is as stacked as the east i think the east is really just between boston and Milwaukee, and you just got a bunch of under teams under there and i'm not trying to disrespect the um the Philadelphia fan base is just that I until I see one Joel B has to take the next step because now we yeah. already we now see that we used to say it was a it was they were tied between Joker and MB. Now it's a gap. It's Joker and all the way down somewhere in at second place is Joel and B. Right. So I can't really say the 76ers they'll be there by default, I guess, but at the end reality it's just Milwaukee and Boston. As for the West, obviously my favorite out coming out of the West is still Denver because they added some players and they didn't lose some players, but then they you still got Joker, you still got Jamal Ward, you still got KCP, you still got Aaron Gordon, you still got Michael Porter Jr., you still got a crew of dudes. What uh 
what's the head coach name? Help me out. I forgot. I have the brain fart. Um, um, Michael Malone. Michael Malone. Thank you. And then you look. I think I think a lot of people are putting the Lakers up there, and I get it. Mm. It's LeBron James, but until AD shows me that yo, you can stay healthy, you're not up there. The Clippers to me should be up there, but they're not going to be up there because we have so many question marks about Paul George's legs and Kawhi Leonard's knees. We don't know what they're going to be able to do. And that team is, is they, I honestly think they got to trade one of them. They got to get rid of one of them. Be- between PG and Kawhi, one of them got to go. I think they mostly have to trade Kawhi. Definitely. I think it's Kawhi too. And everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, but I think it's Kawhi because I think he's hurt more than PG. But similar to the Harden thing that we were discussing earlier, like, Where's your like? Who is going to pursue Kawhi Leonard at this age and injury history? Probably Philly. You think Philly would? Does Philly definitely? Does Philly like you get the dude that broke everybody's heart to try to get a championship? That would be an interesting story. And because uh, he has Nick Nurse now, the Sixers have Nurse. So the best he's ever played was Nick Nurse. That and, he brought him, and he brought him a champion. And that would solve, year. that would alleviate any um, defensive issues because right. you would just have Maxi, and then Kawhi is kind of just a, you know, better, more prolific version of Drew Holiday. So you'd be getting a better Drew Holiday. Obviously, he's got to stay healthy, but that would that would be an interesting look. I, Kawhi I, on the 76ers. I like that now that I think about it because I think that helps out NB because Kawhi can help Embiid. That's what Embiid like, needs a superstar that can kind of take over, especially he doesn't take over in the fourth quarter, which is my biggest issue with him. Plus, he takes too many threes and everything. That's why he that's why he needed Jimmy Butler. Like, And obviously, we all know how that happened. They decided to pay Tobias Harris. That ain't work out at all. So, And you let Jimmy Butler walk. But, yeah, again, I think L.A., both the L.A. teams are going to be up there, but they can't stay healthy. I want to see what Sacramento does. They're a great young team with Fox and Crook Company. This is also a big one. Golden State Warriors. They now virtually the fit on paper they look kind of the same with the addition of Chris Paul. But we all know how Chris Paul is. He'll look good in the regular season. And then Crumble in the playoffs. Crumble in the playoffs is the correct word. Crumble in the playoffs. Is this the year for Golden State anyway? Is this the year they can finally do the impossible and get the Hall of Famer Chris Paul a championship ring? Heck. To the no. No? No. Break it down. Just like I said for the Suns. This 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 um the West is too the West is too big for them. Not too big. The West is too, too crowded. St- too, too crowded. crowded. That's what I meant to say, sorry. It's too crowded. Uh Denver is definitely the team to beat and they are not I don't see them making it to the playoffs. What? Playoffs is is that's that's hot. That's a hot take. I don't I even though they got Chris what? I, I know, I know. I, I definitely do think they're limited, and I don't really know how Chris Paul is going to work in that offense. But how do you not have not them making the, the playoffs? Do you, in the, do you at least have uh, them the in the playing, top playing? Play-in? Play-in, okay, yes. okay. I'm saying not okay. Me, I could see I have them in the playing, but not but losing in the playing. Then they make the play. Were they even playing last year? Oh no, that was uh, a couple years ago. A couple uh, years ago. Okay, they they played played the when they played Okay, okay, yep. okay, okay. How do you not? Okay, because in my head, I'm like, I'm looking at the the West teams because obviously we got LA's making it. Phoenix. This is barring injuries, audience. LA's both the LA teams will make it. Phoenix will make it. Sacramento will make it. Minnesota should. Minnesota should, yeah. should make it. Denver will make it. That's five teams right now. I got so I'm gonna say as well, Dallas will make it. That's six. Iffy. Iffy. 
They're not a very good defensive they're team, not, and I know they kind of gave up. I don't think Kyrie the and they resigned Kyrie. They resigned but Kyrie. But that is just that's an. I don't think it works. I, I guess talent just overrules everything. I don't really know what they'll do in the playoffs if they do make it. But Memphis will make it. They should. They should. They should. I know Jaws. Uh, what's Jaws' suspension? Twenty games, I believe I, it is. Twenty-five. Twenty-five or thirty. Something. Twenty-five. Ooh, thirty. 20, that's, that's. Oh sweat! Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's a third of the season. They should still be a good team. Should, so yeah. this is also a, a should, but we don't know his status. The Pelicans, and by he, I'm talking about Zion. I uh, they, I don't think they're, I don't think they're good enough. I don't think they're deep enough. They seem like the odd man out. I so I think about default. Golden State makes it. I think it's by default. I think so. I think so. I, I don't know if they'll be a top five seed, but I have a hard time believing Steph Curry doesn't make the playoffs. And that team doesn't make the playoffs. Unless it just completely I, falls apart. You, they, they have got to get ACL injuries somehow. Like Steph Curry has to get an ACL injury. I'm not wishing that, no. but that is the only yeah, way. It would, it would take something of that magnitude for them to miss the playoffs. Like that man has got that man will will his team to the playoffs. But that's enough NBA talk. We're about to go to a break, but when we get back we're going to talk about, obviously, the breaking news in the MLB. A lot of teams that were supposed to make the playoffs ain't making the playoffs. And we're going to be looking to talk about some college football. Coach Prime and the Buffs, they taking on USC. And her's going to be some stars in the building. But, but So when we before we go to break, step into Gavin's Rock Lab every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. on Raw Radio or RawRadio.com. Join your host, Raven Trunsenbach. Trun- for two hours of two hours of all the rock and metal music that matters. Here's classic tracks from Pink Floyd and the Moody Blues all the way to the hardest hitters of the day like Tool and, and Macedon. For the greatest deep cuts and live recordings of rock and metal, spend Monday nights in Gavin's Rock Lack from 8 to 10 p.m. Only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Also streaming on online at RowanRadio.com. to Rowan Radio every Saturday afternoon from 5 to 8 p.m. for the Icon Rock Show with the Icon himself, Gary D. Enjoy the very best classic and hard rock from Aerosmith to Black Sabbath to the Rolling Stones and more. Crank up the volume for the Icon Rock Show every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Also online at rowanradio.com. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Offsides on Raw Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. I am your host, Josh Counts, and we are coming down to our final couple minutes. So, guys, let's talk about college football 
Now, if you've been living under a rock lately, a certain team in college football has just been just, they turned it into an event, an event that's even more into an event, if that makes sense. Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't watch college football until playoffs start. So I, I do catch a little Alabama games here and there. But since college football started, I have just paid attention to only one team, and that's only the Buffaloes. I got to the point, I want to buy a Coach Prime hoodie. Like, we, we coming. Like, that type of, like, we here. They taking on, now they got also, they got they bucked whooped by Oregon. It was a bad win. It was, what, it was like 40 to 7 or 40 to 6 or something like that? 42 6. 42 6. Thank, thank you, Chris. And now, now they're taking on USC. And it's a... Uh, Tough line. 20, 21 and a half point underdogs for the Buffaloes. I don't have them winning because it's a very, very tough game. Caleb Williams is a Heisman candidate if he doesn't already um, already have it. I do want to see how Shador plays in this game, though, because Shador is um is supposed to not supposed. It's Shador has been moving up the ladder in Heisman, and he's a he's a amazing quarterback. that's going to be a a bona fide superstar when he gets to the pro league, in my belief. And now, okay, we can see a battle, possibly two Heisman Trophy winners. But again, I think UFC is going to win. Because Colorado's without their best player and Travis Hunter still out from the uh the Colorado State game. Right. When the got took got late dirty hit, lacerated kidney. They said it was gonna be out three to four weeks. So we're probably not gonna see him back anytime soon. And I just I mean, and like listen, the stars are gonna be out. This is gonna be a big game. I think it's a one o'clock uh noon afternoon. start. Noon, noon start. Eastern. Thank yep. thank you, Tom. A noon start game. And like, I got the list right here of expected stars. Now, Dion was on Undisputed later today saying, hey, yo, the list that y'all heard ain't nowhere near what's coming, who's coming. So, we got LeBron James coming. Bronny James coming. Bronny Jackson going to UFC, so that makes sense. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, who I thought was a Texas, Texas Yeah, that's fan. strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't like, know why he's doing that. I thought he was he was all Texas to me. Like, Lil Wayne, Wheezy, Snoop Dogg, Double OG, Will Ferrell, Jay-Z, Hove, Goat, wow. DJ Khaled, and more are expected to come. Good Lord. And I expect Reggie Bush to possibly pull up because that he's all UFC. So, and obviously, you know, we gave our picks. I think we all we got UFC winning. They should kill him too. I, is it it going, shouldn't is, be close. Is it, it going to be like I was about to ask? That's going to be the question. Is it going to be a blowout or is it going to be yeah. close? It's going to be a blowout. I mean, Oregon and USC are right around the same. At Bonix just shredded this Colorado defense. It's great with Prime's doing over in Colorado and building that team up and moving from the HBCU Jackson State over to Colorado and bringing his kids along as well as Travis Hunter. But great story, but Colorado's just limited. I know they had some wins early in the season, and Shador looks great, but mm-hmm. I don't think this is I close. Did, like This was the part a lot of people were saying this is where it gets real. Right. This, is, this is where it gets real because they played – it was a back-to-back. I mean, you got a back-to-back – Number nine and eighteen, you're going up against, and it's like, oh, bro, like both undefeated. Also, USC comes in this game four and zero at ranked number eight. The uh, they were at ranked three, but they they dropped. They suddenly dropped. Texas took the lead. Took is now the third ranked nation, third ranked team in the nation. Georgia number one, Michigan two, and it's like, all right, bro. Again, you had you had a good run. Now I'm not saying they're gonna be stink up. They're gonna suck for the rest of the season, but it's just this is where 
you start to see the the flaws of Colorado and the flaws is they don't got enough talent or like they don't got enough skill players is the correct term because they got Travis Hunter they got uh Shador and y'all anybody Shiloh, could, right? and Shiloh Shiloh and uh yeah Shiloh's the cornerback and the running back Edwards I believe his name Dylan Who? Edwards yes yeah he's they, good but yeah they're limited I think you brought up a great point Josh how does Shador look they're they're limited. Have, they're probably gonna lose. How does he look though? You wanna hear his stats? I have his stats right here. So from the from the first what was it, three weeks, right? Yeah. Uh four. They were three and oh uh in the or, first yeah, three, three and, and oh in the first in the, three. In, in four weeks he has hundred and thirty completions, hundred and sixty nine attempts for fourteen hundred yards. It's impressive. Very impressive, but the one thing I think your stat not telling you how many times he's been sacked or t- or hit. Because their offensive line is garbage. And I mean that respectfully. Bad. No, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And the defensive line ain't much better. Twenty-two times. Whoo! That's a lot. That is a lot. And he twenty-two he, times. And I'm, listen, I don't want him to get hurt. Like he, they gotta really buffer yeah, up that gotta, awesome. It's it's eventually as we get later into the season, Prime's gonna have to sit him down. And I don't know if he's really gonna come back to college. Although that's what the early inclination is. But um, well, there was a video. Be, I don't know. Maybe you've seen. It. There was a video. Maybe they did it for the content. They was at a, I think it was a Denver game, a Denver Broncos game, and both Shiloh and Shador were in, in the box with us. They were the dad, and he has another son that does does all the videography and the production for their shows and the clips and everything. He's working with the Colorado media team, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Dion said him and Shador ain't well. Shador is and Shiloh ain't going to the pros just yet. So maybe they got the mentality of before we go to the pros because I think Shador is a sophomore. I believe so, actually. I know or Shadur is a junior. Ju- I believe he's oh, a junior. Junior, oh, junior wow. yes, yes. So maybe they junior. got the mentality of, yo, before we leave, we got to win a championship. But Shadur is going to be seeing next year. He'll be eligible. He's eligible to the draft now. So, But if he if he doesn't go in next year, he'll go in the 20, it'll be the 2025 draft. So, and Shiloh, who knows? Um, both of them probably will be first-round picks in my eyes. But we and we wish him well. But this is again great Cinderella story. This is where this, this is, is where, where this it is, just goes downhill, and it's a shame. But they're a good story. Yeah, defensive line needs work. He Coach Prime has already said. You know the recruitment is going to be crazy next season. He's going to be looking for dogs. But uh, moving on to the MLB, I mean Giants fight breaking. We had to break the news in our first half of the show that the Giants have officially moved on from Kapler after what four seasons and one playoff run, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah. One day they were really good in 2021, but they got bounced early by the Dodgers in the division series. And since that point, you know, that that season was kind of a fluke for San Francisco. And I think that, you know, managers, there's sort of that question in baseball. What do managers really do? You know, everything is kind of derived from analytics and derived from the general manager in the front office. So they'll just find some new manager in the offseason and, you know, below 500 fourth in the division it's time for a change um i'm trying to see if i can find a record right now but i can't pull it up. uh 78 and 81 so thank you yeah. middle of the pack yep, yep 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 got it right there and they were already mathematically eliminated but um here's a stat that i saw on sports center for the i think first time in a very very long time i'm talking long long time both the new york yankees and the boston red sox will not be in the playoffs and now, Aaron Boone, Chris, I know you're all about the Yankees, so the floor is yours. What happens to Aaron Boone? He needs to freaking go. 
He needs to go. I do not like the man. And I know I keep saying this. I said it last year when I was on the podcast. I do not like Aaron Boone. I I don't like the decision he makes. The lineup he does every single week, he changes up, which makes no sense. It and may, just, for, just for the record for the audience, the Yankees finished 81-78. and 78. They need to do a lot in the offseason, the Yankees, with getting rid of Aaron Boone. But I have a big thing here. I, I think they should get rid of Cashman as well. I would agree with that. I think that you got to get rid of Cashman. I think I think he's the go-to. <laughs> you know, when you take a look at some of these bigger market teams and even just better teams, you look at Houston, you look at the Dodgers, you look at the Braves, what do they have that the Yankees don't have? A consistent group uh, pitchers? of great players that they've that have come out of their system that they have scouted and they have drafted. And the Yankees really don't have that outside of really Aaron Judge. I mean, they got Stanton, but Stanton has not Stanton, turned but out. They, no. But they acquired Stanton. They, yeah, they signed Garrett Cole. They don't have a core of players that they draft. You take a look at Atlanta. Maybe it's Volpe. Volpe, yes. We'll see. Uh, he had a Dominguez, good, maybe. He just got hurt. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough sledding with Dominguez. Volpe and Judge... There are some young players, but when you take a look at Atlanta, it's Strider, it's Harris, it's Freed, it's Acuna, it's Riley, it's Albies, and then they add with Olsen, they add with, you know, it's just a phenomenal team. And I think that Cashman, he's had a great run as a general manager. He won all those rings back in the 90s, but I think it's run its course. And maybe they keep him, but I don't know if that's the smartest move. Um, final thoughts. Um, final thought before we wrap it up because it is at the six now. Um, Yankees. I think I agree with you, Chris. That Boone needs to go. I think some changes definitely need to happen. They haven't been to the World Series since 2009. I think that was the last time they were Austin yep. won the World Series. Yep. The Astros, quote unquote, their hated rivals, has not been a rivalry because the Astros beat them all the time in the playoffs. The Astros have won three championships in the last. Six years, I'm gonna, I believe I'm right. Three championships. Uh, two, two, two since seventeen. They've been to four. I believe yes. Four. They've been okay. to four. Yes. Four. They're in the play. They're most likely will be making the playoffs. Eighty-seven and seventy-two. Philadelphia Phillies are in the playoffs. Eighty-nine, seventy. We could possibly have a rematch of last year's World Series. I would definitely love to see it because it was a great World Series. But that will do it for us. My name is Josh Count. Um, I have Tom Hill, Chris Gazil, Chris Gazalian. Gazillo. Gazillo. I was close. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> I'm going to get names down. I'm trusting. It's going to get names down. But that will do it for us at All Sides. I will be here next week. We're going to talk a little lot more about everything in sports. But good night, everybody. Have a safe drive home. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.